Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today we're speaking with Nolan Fetchko, Food Service Director at Seneca Valley School District. Welcome. Nice to, nice to be here, Jeff. Thank you. So Nolan, this is, I know you just started your new role very recently, um, just to, so people can get to know you a little better. Why don't you walk us through your background from your education through other professional experiences? Yeah, so I um, went to Penn State for my undergrad, and I went to IUP for my master's, both of them being in nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, after school, I started working on a local vegetable farm. It was called Ambrose Vegetable Farm. Some people might be familiar with it, but it might be a little too far of a drive for people living out here in Cranberry. Now, where's that um, located? It's in Cam- it's in Cabot, PA. It's okay. out near Saxonburg. Uh-huh. Um, so there's probably a couple more farms and vegetable stands in between here and there. But <laughs> So you've got but, firsthand knowledge of vegetables, yeah. not just as a nutrition expert, but uh, <laughs> yeah, get, get I, your hands in the dirt. I've seen it from the dirt <laughs> to a tray at this point. So All right, yeah, cool. um, that was great experience. And that was, I was a supervisor there for, but through college and, and full-time after college. And um, then I went on to work in a nursing home kitchen for UPMC. And that was a long-term care and rehabilitation and um, got to work with some patients and uh, outpatients with different uh, disabilities and different limitations and diet orders and things like that. And um, got some real firsthand kitchen experience there. And after that, I moved on to working with the nutrition group who took me on as a food service director trainee. And they did a fan, they were a fantastic resource, um, showing me the ropes, training me. And then ultimately I started as the food service director of Freeport area school district with them. And from there, I went on to, uh, a role called a regional assistant, which was training me to be a regional manager with them. And at that point I saw a job opening at Mount Lebanon school district, and it was always my goal to be a district employee as a food service director, as opposed to an employee of a management company. And so I applied to Mount Lebanon and landed there for the last five years and um, just started in July at Seneca Valley. And I couldn't be more excited to do it. So I'm sure the district is happy to have you with all that varied experience you have. So again, since this is your first school year, um, I imagine you're setting goals for this year and beyond. Um, what are some of the goals for the food service program? Yeah, so short term, um, everyone's familiar with the new Ermine Crest building. So obviously getting that open, um, up to speed, figuring out how the operation works there and how, how our team members um, work in that kitchen. That was goal number one. Um, The pandemic here and other school districts kind of wreaked havoc on on staffing numbers. So a goal for this year is to kind of gain a few people more than we lose through retirement Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully fill that fill our team out a little bit more than it is right now. And then long term, uh, just becoming becoming a part of the district. And, And what I mean by that is 
being sometimes food service departments have a tendency to kind of be like in a bubble on their own because they they're in a different realm of being a revenue generating self-sustaining department um dealing with food not really being in the classroom and i really want to just be a part of the district um, working with sports teams working with classrooms being available as a resource to um, health classes and gym classes and and things like that and really making our team a part of the educational model and um we kind of we kind of got into that at, at mount lebanon we started a game day meals program mm -hmm. and we we brought in the sports dietitian from the university of pittsburgh um, they spoke to athletes and students and kind of educated them on proper nutrition um, pre-game post-game pre-test post-test and and gave them the tools to make good decisions but we didn't force them to and then we had game day meals labeled in the cafeteria that allowed them to kind of apply that knowledge and and creating programs and opportunities like that is something i really enjoy and something I look forward to being able to do here as well. Yeah. So you haven't been here for that long, but what's it been like since your first day getting ready to when the the, the school, the, the doors open for first day of school? Uh, it's been great. Um, I think it was July 11th was my first day and I got to spend a few weeks with um, the previous director, Darlene Carmack, and she was great. Um, a huge re uh, super helpful resource a wealth of knowledge um just soaking up everything from her um Faye nelson is here and she's been fantastic and helping me out helping me learn the operation and introducing me to people and making connections and then um just getting to know our team has been awesome uh we have a great team at every school and and really just making sure that we're good to go it's been everyone i've met here has been fantastic administrators teachers um, facilities maintenance our team um, coaches that i bump into in the field house everyone's been fantastic and incredibly welcoming so i i can't thank everyone enough for that i'm super appreciative of it great now nolan you mentioned the pandemic right that changed a lot of things in schools and food service I know that one of the things that came along with that was um, breakfast and lunch were, were free for everybody. What's what's happening with that and how's it going to look this school year? Yeah, so as people have may have already found out, um, they are no longer free to everybody. Um, we're returning per the USDA to the model of free and reduced applications being necessary to have free and reduced meals. So um, going back to the past this year, we have had to have families fill out a free and reduced application, send it into us or fill it out on the internet and submit it electronically. And then um, it's determined off of those that information on that application, whether they're eligible for free meals, eligible for reduced meals. And if they're not, um, they're, just paying full price for meals again um, okay. so that that's probably the biggest change for this school year coming from the pandemic is that that program has ended but um and it's it's important for people to do that anyway even during the pandemic people 
we're still filling out those applications so that they could get um, waivers for uh, athletic fees, laptop insurances, test fees, things like that. So it it shouldn't have changed too much. I think those everyone was still kind of utilizing those applications, but now some people were paying for lunch, whereas the last two years they were not. Is there a particular deadline for filling out the application for free and reduced lunch? Is, is it still an option or is it passed? No. So that's rolling all year long. Okay. Um, if you, um, if something happens in, in a family's life, job loss, um, anything, any other kind of hardship, um, they're always welcome to fill out an application, even if it's the last week of school to get last couple of days of school to get those free meals. And, and then it carries over into the next school year for the first 30 days of school. So there's a little bit of a grace period there. Um, if you fill out an application for one school year, you automatically, regardless of any information we receive or don't receive, um, your those first 30 days, you carry over that same status until you submit your next application. Got it. And then your status is determined off that new application. So. Okay. So for any you know, students and their parents wanting to do that, where do they go? Is that application on a website? Is it another agency? Yeah. So th- the information is on our website. And um, we also sent out a packet prior to the start of school year to every household in the district. So they received a physical copy. And if they, if they don't have it, they accidentally threw it away or something, then it can be found on, it's a, the Compass website um, for electronic applications, or it can be found on our district website as well. Okay. So when you look at the menu for, for the school year, do you have a favorite item? <laughs> yeah. So I am actually... I'm a big fan of corn dogs. So ah. yeah. So we have we have mini corn dog nuggets, and I'm a huge fan of those. Those are one of my favorite. Um, in my opinion, they're better than a corn dog because you get a little more breading when they're cut up into little pieces like that. So ah, so we learned something new about you. Very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are, do you have any last tips or suggestions for people that are listening to this when it comes to uh, utilizing the food service at the district? Um, I think one thing I've run into in every school district I've, I've been in, um, is with younger kids, uh, especially those on free and reduced benefits. Um, they, and, and this is a great trait for kids to have, they don't want to waste food. Um, but one of the things that's required for us to be able to give that meal at the reduced or free rate is to make it what's called a complete meal. And a complete meal consists of um, the entree, which is generally a grain and a protein. And then uh, we have the milk and then there's fruits and vegetables, which is a component as well. And for a meal to be considered reimbursable and come at no cost or a very reduced cost, a fruit or a vegetable has to be on the student's tray. And sometimes we run into uh, younger kids either not wanting to try it and or not wanting to waste the food, which is great. But um, then we get some questions about why, uh, why the meals aren't coming for the free or reduced rate. And then we, we explain that. And, and it's just something that has to be explained to the 
the younger, newer students. So um, for everyone out there that has children new to the game, that's one thing to keep an eye on to make sure that they're open to trying their fruits and vegetables so that those meals can come at the free or reduced rate. All right. Well, that's interesting. Never knew that. Well, thank you so much. Again, great conversation. This was Nolan Fetchko, Food Services Director at Seneca Valley School District. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Take care. You too.